TSOS radio podcast. Life issues, artist interviews, and faith. Downloading. Downloading. Now. It's a question we all wrestle with every single week. It's like, what's God's will for my life? I'm Scott on SOS Radio, talking to my friend Mike Donahue from 10th Avenue North. And it's a question we wrestle with, but really, it's kind of a selfish question. We're like, what's God's will for my life, Mike? <laughs> yeah, man, we all ask it. It's funny because if I read the Gospels right, it's not my life, right? And so why do I think my ultimate goal is to figure out his will for my life? Maybe I should just be asking what's his life for my will. I know. It's like we go through this whole quest of really, I don't want to know what God wants, what's best for me. I just want to know what his personal agenda is for me because I'm afraid I'm going to miss it or I'm afraid I'm going to miss out on something better than what I'm doing right now that's boring. (laughs) That's right. I mean, we're way more interested in a plan than in his presence. And it's been my experience that I need to stop worrying about the success that God's going to give me, and I just need to worry about whether or not I'm surrendering to what He wants to do inside me every moment. We're talking to Mike Donahue from 10th Avenue North on SOS Radio. So you're writing songs. Your band is traveling all over the world. Now you have families and a lot of kids, and you think about all the plans you have. What does my wife want out of me? What do my kids want out of me? What do my bandmates want out of me? How am I staying creative and writing fresh new songs every year? Touring, I'm away from home, and you start thinking, plans, plans, plans. In the business world, plans are important, but God's will is sort of countercultural, isn't it? What have you learned, Mike? What have I learned? I mean, I've learned that it's kind of like making smoothies. I was making a smoothie for my girls. I have four daughters, and it's the only way I can get them to eat nutrients. Do you have that problem with your children? Yeah, if it's not covered in cheese or fried in oil, my son doesn't care. (laughs) My kids are like, is it brown? I'll eat it if it's brown and fried. If not, I don't want it. A smoothie is a way I can, like, secretly, you know, infuse them with nutrients. So I'm making the smoothie one morning, and my daughter comes down. I'm just in the middle of slipping some avocado into the smoothie. And she said, Daddy, can I help? And I said, sure. So I say, here, grab some spinach. She goes, ew, spinach? I was like, don't worry, it's going to taste like chocolate. And she starts putting in the spinach, and I completely forget that I've dropped the fork in with the avocado that I was forking out. (laughs) And the spinach covers the fork. So I've got a Vitamix full of chocolate smoothie, spinach, and a fork. And I hit go on the thing. And, I mean, the electricity in my house starts going out. The fork bursts <laughs> through the side of the Vitamix. It shoots out the side. The whole side of the wall of Vitamix <laughs> explodes open. And smoothie goes everywhere on my kitchen. I mean, I was finding smoothie on the ceiling six months later. I'm sitting there staring. The fork had hit a wall, put a hole in the wall. And I'm thinking, I'm lucky to be out of this with my life. And so I say all that to say a lot of us are asking what God's will for our life is. And we're like, what else can I do? What else can I do, God? What else can I achieve? Put more in the smoothie. Put more in. What more can I do with my life? And God's going, hey, what about that fork of bitterness? What about that greed? You know, he's always asked what our hearts are doing. And we're like, no, 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 just let me put more in the smoothie. And God's like, please take the fork out. Because if you don't take the fork out, it's going to come out sideways, no matter what you achieve. And we have plenty of bigwig ministry leaders that we've watched the fork explode out the side because they didn't deal with their heart. 
Everybody wants this simple solution to everything. It's just like, formulate the plan, tell me the plan, and I'll do it if it's guaranteed success. But spiritual life doesn't work that way. Well, and God's going to call you to sacrifice things that he may not call me to sacrifice. So you actually can't get it in a book from someone else. This is the plan for your life. You have to listen to the Holy Spirit. Listening to God's voice is like that annoying friend who sits shotgun and always gives you the next turn a little too late. <laughs> like, turn okay, right here now! now. Like, Wait, no, not right now, that was it! Just put it in the GPS so I don't miss any more turns. And God's going, but then you'll just listen to the GPS and you won't listen to me sitting next to you. And I feel like that's how a lot of us are. We want this plan from God. And God's going, if I give you a plan, you'll stop listening to my voice. We're talking to Mike Donahue from 10th Avenue North on SWS Radio. We're talking about finding God's life for my will. I said that right. I didn't say it backwards. That's the way that we're explaining it today, because if God wants to move us forward, a lot of times, Mike, he calls us to do that without actually revealing all the answers to us, and that's part of the strategy. Okay, so God wants us to live lives of faith, right? Without faith, it's impossible to please God. That's what Hebrews said. What do you have to have in order to have faith? Not all the answers. Faith means you don't actually know what's going to happen. If you actually knew it was going to happen, you don't have faith anymore. You just have certainty. And so if you have to have faith to please God, then he can't give you all the answers. So frustrating, but so beautiful. (laughs) Having faith in God, letting his life change your will, it's kind of like hearing Cyndi Lauper sing time after time over your life. (laughs) We're talking to Mike Donahue from 10th Avenue North on SWS Radio. So you came to this realization just about waiting for absolute certainty from God. That's where the comfortable place is, right? You want to know what you're supposed to do and what time you're supposed to do it. But you learn that God is using those things. Sometimes the fear, sometimes the intensity, sometimes the stress. God works through that. And sometimes it's that refinement is getting to know him better because he cares more about that than the actual outcome that we're pursuing. Yeah, that's right. I mean, we all think, I'm going to achieve this thing, and then God will be really impressed. (laughs) You know, like, hate to break it to you, God wasn't even impressed with Michael Jordan. He made him. (laughs) So maybe instead of worrying about what you're going to achieve, worry about what you can surrender and where your heart can be at peace, you know? I wrote the book, Finding God's Life for My Will, simply because... Everyone thinks as a musician, I've got like some secret plan, like, oh, they all come to me. When did you know this was God's will for your life to be a musician? (laughs) And I just look at them. I go, I, I don't. And they go, what? I go, I don't know. I mean, God may ask me to do something different tomorrow. I don't know if this is the plan for my whole life. I do know right now I love writing songs and it seems that I've written songs that help people get relief from their shame and their mistakes. And so I'm going to keep doing that till something else comes along. We're talking about how we discern my will and God's will today at SWS Radio. We're talking with Mike Donahue. He's with 10th Avenue North. And in your new book, Finding God's Life for My Will, instead of seeing God as the formula to the plan, we got to see God as the plan. And that's countercultural. Well, yeah, because we're idolatrous, right? By that, I just mean... We want something other than God to make us happy. So when you go, no, God is actually the plan, you go, no, I don't want God. I want to be like a CEO of a company. (laughs) And you're like, but what if for your journey with God, he wants you to give up your greed? And the thing that's motivating your desire to be the CEO of a company is just the greedy. 
So it's like the older brother, younger brother, and the prodigal son story. One of the things I feel like a lot of Christians don't realize is the older brother and the prodigal son, they're both guilty of the exact same sin. (laughs) They go, what? No, they're not. Yes, they are. They both are trying to get something other than the father to make them happy. The older brother is just like trying to do everything right so that God owes him something else. You know, he's like, where's my fatted calf? Father goes, you live with me. What are you talking about? What else are you looking for? I know. We just, we let jealousy, we let greed, we let achievement just sort of get in the way of our relationship with God. And see, I think he's a lot more interested in us getting to know him and trust him and abide in him than he's interested in seeing us become the best of the best of all the goals that we have. You know, it's about him getting to know us better and us getting to know him better. I had a conversation with my wife yesterday and let's get real here for a second. I'm a musician And since I've started, I've had like an amazing career by a lot of people's estimations. But you know what else has happened? I've watched other people come up after I got started and far exceed popularity-wise, money-wise, ticket sales-wise, streaming-wise, Instagram followers-wise. There's all these other artists and groups that started after me and have superseded me. And I sit there, I'm like talking to my wife last night. Oh man, I wish we had done this and this. And she goes, or God kept you from fame because he knew it would be really bad for your heart. And I go, wait, what? No, I want to, like, I I want it all. And she goes, you never know, man. She goes, all I know is we're right where we're supposed to be. So maybe thank God for not letting you be bigger than you are. And that is not a popular prayer. There's a beautiful prayer in Proverbs <laughs> that is the most unprayed prayer in the Bible, at least in America, for sure. And he says in Proverbs 30, Lord, keep me from becoming rich, lest I forget you, and keep me from becoming poor, lest I curse you. We all like the second half of that, like, oh yeah, keep me from becoming poor. But do you know many people who are like praying that prayer every day? God, don't <laughs> let me become too rich that I forget you. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, God, what do you want to do through me today? And are you willing to move me out of the way in order to reach the people that need to be reached or in order to love on the people that need to be loved or in order to give the money away that these people need to move forward? And maybe I'm willing to give mine. And you're like, wait, (laughs) it's a bold prayer. (laughs) I don't even think you need to be praying for God to use you. I stopped praying for God to use me. I was praying that prayer at a festival and God goes, I was praying like, God, use our band, use our band, use our band. And God tapped me on the shoulder and said, what if I want to use the other bands? So now I pray, God, I want to be useful. I'm available, but would you just move? And if you use someone else, then I'm not overcome with jealousy that it wasn't me. We're talking to Mike Donahue on SOS Radio today. We're talking about finding God's life for my will. And that's the title of his new book. And really it digs into sometimes we're chasing this master plan. We're chasing what we want God to do. But he really wants to be the plan rather than just to be like the genie in the lamp that we're rubbing so we can get what we want or to make ourselves happy. And God uses us. I think a lot of times we fall into this trap. We believe like, oh, I'm the main character in my life. And it's like, no, Jesus is the main character. And he's invited us to actually be a part of his life. We get it twisted, don't we? Yeah, I think Louis Giglio said, would you trade the leading role in the story of you for a supporting role in the story of God? A practical 
image would be, would you rather be Samwise Gamgee in Lord of the Rings or the star of a local TV mattress commercial? Because the story of God is a way more awesome story than the story of you. Well, we're talking to Mike Donahue today on SOS Radio. His new book is out right now. Thank you so much for checking in today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the SOS Radio podcast with Scott Harold. If this discussion encouraged you, feel free to share it with your friends on social media. 